Chelsea B. For those of you who don't know me, let me introduce myself. I'm not a life coach, a therapist, or a certified anything really. Heck, I don't even have a college degree. I am, however, a regular old human with a huge heart and problems, just like you. If you're looking for a podcast to solve all of life's mysteries and show you how to become super successful, you're in the wrong place. This is Beyond the Picket Fence, a podcast that tells the behind the scenes of people's lives to remind you that no one is perfect. This is officially your invitation to take a break from trying to keep it all together. Let's get real. The first season of Beyond the Picket Fence brought incredible relationships into my life and helped me along my healing journey which I didn't even know I needed to be on. We proved over and over again that people want to be loved and to have deep human connection. Last but not least, we learned there's always, always more to the story. Here is just a taste of a few of my favorite moments that will show you what you'll get from listening to this podcast. I would say be mindful of every person you come in contact with because we all are going through something and you may not have to understand what that person's going through, but you can still express compassion and empathy and sit with them. You know? I think sometimes people are labeled as attention seekers when they choose to share, whether it be, you know, the mom who's sharing about her depression or her child with autism or the man who shares about his pornography addiction whatever like I think sometimes there's this weird negativity that's like "Ooh, why are they sharing that (laughs) like are they trying to get attention don't they know how uncomfortable this is and I think that that's the whole concept of getting into the arena like uh, you can sit behind your computer and judge people all you want but until you get in the arena and you're willing to talk about hard things then like I don't think that your judgments should matter we're all doing the best that we can it doesn't matter how old you are, what you've done. It's so easy to think that we can't come back from that, but that's not true. If we were all really honest with how we felt and saw things, we would all be diagnosed something. I think if we're like truly honest about what we think and feel. So to not see people based on diagnosis, just to see them for who they truly are and you have to be broken in order for the light to shine through. What I'm trying to say is you got to love yourself from within. The overall thing is I want people to know that hard things are actually good for you. They're good for all of us. They push us and they give us an opportunity for growth. Strength looks different for different people. And I think we have been accustomed to putting up this kind of an armor, if you will, as a means of holding ourselves together, really. And I talk about this in my book too. It's like the difference between boundaries and walls. And it's like boundaries are healthy, but walls keep people out and they keep us secluded. You can look normal from the outside, but inside you could be completely shattered, really. And people wouldn't know. Well, I guess that would be my picket fence is that just because it looks like you've got it all together, just because it looks like you're really on top of the world and you, you're accomplishing all your goals, I'm getting all the checklists done, you can be falling apart too. There's been a couple of times in my life that have made me 
kind of look around at the people around me, which is why I love your podcast so much and think, oh my gosh, what is going on with them? One was when I became a mom and I started looking around at all the people who are moms, people who are working moms, people who are in the grocery store, people who are at the park, people in my family who are moms and thinking, did you change like this? Is this what it feels like for you? But we're not talking about it. And then secondly, when I had all the trauma that I mentioned, I would be at the store, you know, making a grocery transaction and I would be looking at the person and I'd be like, can she tell? Can she see in my eyes the sorrow? And so I think it's just like, we need to remember that people have built picket fences for protection. But like you say again and again, everybody has a story. As we hear all of these stories, we realize there's really no room for comparison. Don't look too much into other people's social media thinking, oh, why can't I be happy like this person? Or why can't I have this brand new car or this house? Or Because life's not always beautiful like that. Who knows what they're going through? You never know what somebody's going through on their end. It was like, that's not fair. That's not fair. And I, when I grow up, I'm going to make everything fair. And my dad would be like, not anything is fair in this world. He'd always say that. Nothing is fair in this world. I'm like, I'm going to make it fair. And then I just heard a friend just a couple months ago say, nothing is fair and we wouldn't want it to be. And I was like, yes, we, what? <laughs> you know, and it gave this whole different because we just had a little two-year-old in our neighborhood die suddenly during the night, just died, no explanation. And so I was like, oh my gosh, if life were fair, all of us would have lost our two-year-olds that night, you know? And so instead of looking at life fair and like, I want to make sure I have exactly what everybody else has, instead just be grateful for what we do and realize it's not fair. And if it was, we'd have to struggle the same way as other people struggle. And we just need to keep our own struggles. They're meant for us and they're meant to bring us to another place if we use them in that way and see them as a gift. And so let's not get hung up on everything being fair and just enjoy the life we're given and, and treat it as a gift and learn whatever we can from it. What's hard about this day and age is social media. It's a pro and a con and it's, it's a blessing and a curse. I work on social media. Like I have to be on it, but it's also really detrimental because we all do the comparison game and we see people's highlight reels. And we're like, well, there's obviously she has a perfect life and all that stuff. But like, I love your mission here because everybody has a story. Once you get to know somebody, you, you find out how much they've gone through to get to this point. And I think that we all need to be open to sharing more. Like, let's not all act like it's perfect because it's not. We all know no one has a perfect life. You can't compare what, what you've been through to what other people have been through because you know, you just can't, you weren't asked to walk their path and they weren't asked to walk yours. And if you minimize your grief because others actually lost their children, then you're not giving yourself time to heal. You're going to keep that wound open. That's, that's a huge thing, Chelsea. You know why you want people to not compare themselves because you know how hard it is when you let that take over. And so that's one reason that we all love you and your podcast. You're so real and you're so just like loving, but also you connect so easily with people. You can tell that you truly care about other people. And if life had always just been total roses and daisies for you and, you know, whatever, unicorns and butterflies, that you might not be able to really care 
as deeply about us when we have these problems. You truly and compassionately, you care about us. And we know that. And it comes out in the way that you host your podcast and it comes out in every interview. And so we all are like, Chelsea cares so much about me that I can just tell her everything because I know she's not going to smear me anywhere. I know she's not going to present my interview in a negative light. I, like we just trust you because you're such a good, kind and loving person. Each story I hear helps me become more and more compassionate. Surprisingly, the person I needed to learn to be the kindest to was me. It's so easy for me to truly love and care for you and your story tenderly, but my own was different. All of your stories help me heal and love myself more fully every day. It's my hopes that you hearing these stories does the same for you. As we head into this new season, who knows what stories lie ahead for us this new year? But I'm excited. If sacred suffering and healing is what you're into and you need to keep your story to yourself, I completely understand. But if you have a story you want to share and your gut reaction is, I want to, but I don't really have a story. Almost every single one of these guests said that same thing. Don't do the world a disservice by not sharing your story because you're judging it. So I ask again, do you want to share your story? My inbox is always open and I'm nice, I promise. But don't just take my word for it. Here's a fellow podcaster's opinion. I listened to the episode and I loved what you did. So you are definitely gifted as a podcaster. So for anybody who's listening and is thinking, should I go on the show or not? Is it going to be okay? Go on the show. It's a lot of fun. And you're such a gracious host. It doesn't matter if you're headed into, in the middle of, or coming out of a difficult time. If sharing your story would bring healing into your life, please fill out my job form. The link is in the show notes. Will your story be in season two? I hope so. And mark your calendars because Beyond the Picket Fence is returning with a whole new season. Starting February 1st, we will drop new episodes Wednesday mornings. I would say every Wednesday morning, but I just can't commit to that. But I'll be seeing you Beyond the Picket Fence.